Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you.
Hallelujah. Our God is great. He is awesome. He is mighty. And he is wonderful. Sorry, I got to catch my breath. I was over in the corner dancing. Give me a second. Uh, because I know that our God is awesome. He's holy. Yes, he's he mighty. He's magnificent. He is omnipresent. He is with you even in this. Hallelujah. I said he is with you even in this. And if you know that, you ought to give God a praise. Come on, clap your hands and give him praise. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So there's a scripture that's been on my heart for a minute. Uh, I've been dealing with a little bit of stress at work. And, you know, those moments where God kind of brings you back to where you're supposed to be. And so Romans 12 says, verse 2 says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world. This is NIV version. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. The beginning says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then Proverbs 23, 7 says, as a man thinks, so is he. And so God told me, Valerie, you're obsessing over all of what's going on. And if you keep taking in stress, you're going to be stressful because that's where your mind is. If you keep taking in worry, that's what you're going to be. You're going to be worrisome because that's where your mind is. But if you put your mind on me, what the Bible says, thou will keep me in perfect peace. If I keep my mind stayed on him, so why allow my mind to wander when I could just keep it on him and he'll keep me in perfect peace? Our God is great and his word is great. And if you know he is and his word is, you ought to give him praise. Hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your voice. Hallelujah. Come on, magnify his name. Hallelujah. Come on, awesome is our God. Holy is our God. Worthy is our God. Faithful is our God. Faithful is our God. Faithful is our God. Hallelujah. We magnify you, Jesus. Have your way. Lord God, give someone strength where there needs to be strength. Give someone peace where there is peace needed. We thank you, God, and we love you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, clap your hands and give him praise. Hallelujah. Real quick. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. And all will see how great, how great is our God. Do you know him to be great? Let's say it in one voice. Say how great is our God. Sing with me. One voice. How great is our God. Sing with me how great. Come on, sing it from your heart. Yes, he 
If you know that he's great, come on, lift up your voice and tell him thank you. Thank you, God, for being great. Thank you, God, for being awesome. Come on, take some time out and just give God praise. Hallelujah. Come on, open up your mouth and give him praise. Great is the Lord, our conqueror. He has never failed me yet. Through all my trials, tribulations, he will deliver the greatest one. He's God. Come on, say, great is the Lord, our conqueror. He has never failed us In all my days, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. The greatest one, he's God. Come on, everybody, say it. Great comfort. He has never failed me yet. In all my days, I've never seen the righteous forsaken. The greatest one. One more time, let's take it up. Come on, everybody, say! Praise the Lord, my warrior. He's never lost he one yet. Lost one yet. The enemy the comes like a flood. Comes like a flood, but he raises the greatest one. Yeah. He's God. Come on, say, say, yeah. great is the Lord. Too good to just be good. Come on, let's say it together. Say, He is He's just too good to just be good. All the ways you made, He's just too good to just be good. Open yeah. doors you gave, He's just too good to just be good. He is just too He's good. Just too good to just be good. Come on, say it in your home. He is just too He's good. just too good to just be good. When I think of your wonderful words, it's just too good to just be good. Come on, let's say, hey, say, great is the Lord. 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 One more time, let's tell him this. Hey, he's just too good to just be good. When I think of your goodness, I say, he's just too good. Come on, say, he's just too good. He's just too good to just be good. Over and over and over again. He's just too good to just be good. Hey, so you keep on making a way. He's just too good to just be good. So you keep on making a way. He's just too good to just be good. So you keep on making a way. He's just too good to just be good. 
Said you keep on making a way. He's just too good to just be done. Come on. Said you keep on making a way. He's just too good to just be done. Hey. Said you keep on making a way. He's just too good to just be done. Hey. Said he's just too good. He's just too good to just be done. Hallelujah. He is. He's just too good to just be done. Come on, we say. Say great is the Lord. Great is the Lord. sing it and dance and move around but I really want you to think this time about what God has done in this time I know we can look back over our lives but right now in this time he's protected you hallelujah he's kept you he has healed you so we're gonna say he's just too good to be he's just too good to be one more time we say he's just too good to just be good hey he's just too good he's just too good to just be good one more time he's just too good to be anybody know that he's holy anybody know that he's mighty anybody know that he's awesome come on say he's anybody know that he's righteous Anybody know that he's awesome? Okay, let's just say this. Say he's just too good. He's just too good. He's just too good. He's just too good. Over and over again. Over and over again. Keep on making a way. 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 Come on. Say keep on making a way. Keep on making a way. Keep on making a way. He's just, he's just too good. He's just too good. Come on. Everybody praise his name. He's just too good. Now, he's just too good. He's just too good. Come on, you ought to give him praise. If you know that he's awesome. If you know that he's mighty, he is just too good. He's just too good. Yes, he is. He's just too good. Yeah, yeah. One more time. He's just too good. He's just too good. He's just too good. He's just too good. Brought me out of darkness. He's just too good. Into the marvelous light. He's just too good. He's just too good. He's just too good. Mighty are the works of your hands. Mighty are the works of your hands. Awesome are the works of your hands. He's just too good. 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 Come on, one more time. Say, 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 great is the Lord. 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 Sorry, y'all. I'm going to move, but I still feel it because when I think of how he's guarded me in this season, I can't help but say he's just too good to me. He's just too good to One more time we say he's just too good. 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 He's on healing us. He's just too good. He's delivering us. He's just too good. 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 Come on, say, say, great is the Lord. Hey, great is the Lord. 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 Great is the 
give it to him. You might as well go ahead and give it to him. sanctuary you are the sanctuary let everything that has breath 
That's what the Bible says. Praise the Lord. What an awesome God we serve who has been good to us, our great God, even in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of everything that's going on. He's still faithful. He's still righteous. He's still gracious. Our God is still good. Hallelujah. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And he has seated us in those heavenly places right where those spiritual blessings are. We're going to get to the word in just a minute. Are you, have you put me in F sharp? I am troubled yet not distressed perplexed but not in despair Cause I'm a vessel full of power with a treasure none can compare. Persecuted but not forsaken Cast down, but not destroyed. Cause I'm a vessel full of Holy Ghost power with a treasure from the Lord. Bruised and battered, but not broken. Born in sin, but from sin I've been made free. Cause I'm a vessel full of Holy Ghost power Hallelujah. with a treasure hidden in me. So thank you, Father, for your power. It has where you are, would you lift your hands and tell him, thank you, Father, for your power. It has resurrected me over painful circumstances. That my poor soul could not flee. I'm a vessel full of Holy Ghost power. I've got a treasure hidden in me. Hallelujah. What a privilege it is to be the temple of the Holy Ghost. 
If you've been following with us, we are rediscovering the church that Jesus built. We are taking a look all year at what it means to be the church. We're looking at how we do church and aligning ourselves with God's intention for church as we see it in the word. And for the last several weeks since Pentecost Sunday, we have been in Acts chapter 2, where the Lord fulfilled his promise to pour out of his spirit on all flesh. Acts chapter 2, where we have record of and have been studying the commitments of the early church. The Bible says they continued steadfastly. They devoted themselves. They committed themselves, first of all, to the apostles' doctrine, to the teaching of the apostles, to the teachings of the ones who had been with Jesus. And I say again that it would behoove the church of the living God to return to the apostles' doctrine, to get back to teaching what the Word says rather than what our opinions and traditions say. Not only that, but they committed themselves to fellowship, to partnership with one another, participation with one another, communion with one another. The Message Bible says life together. Because when we truly have fellowship with God, we also have fellowship with the rest of his children. Then they continually gave themselves to breaking of bread. This isn't just talking about the Lord's Supper or even just about eating together. It's about being vulnerable with each other on the one hand and then being responsible with each other's vulnerability on the other. That's what true fellowship looks like. And then last week we looked at their commitment to prayer, their devotion to communion with the Father, their commitment to talking to their God and reliance on Him, their recognition that all of their help comes from the Lord. These were the commitments of the early church, the apostles' doctrine, fellowship, breaking of bread, and prayer. And then as we continue to move on in the chapter, we discover not only the commitments of the early church, but here in the second chapter of Acts, beginning at verse 44, we see the characteristics of the early church because I believe that there are some real practical results of their commitment. Results always follow commitment. When you commit to getting on a budget, the result is your money goes further you find money you never knew you had, your stress level goes down, your credit score goes up when you commit. When you commit to changing the way you eat, when you commit to exercise, the result is your weight stabilizes or goes down, your blood pressure goes down, your energy goes up, your cholesterol is down when you commit. All I'm trying to say is that when we commit to something, we can expect some results. And that's what happens here in the book of Acts. The early church committed, and as a result, they got some results. Let's read it. I'm in Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 44 from the King James Version. Here's how it reads. And all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Acts chapter 2, verses 44 through 47. Let's just talk for a little bit on our way to the table about the characteristics of the Lord's church. Say it with me, the characteristics of the Lord's church. Here in this passage, I believe there are three traits that characterize the Lord's church as he designed it. Three attributes presented here concerning the Lord's church. Three measuring sticks, if you will, against, we sh against which we should lay ourselves and see how we measure up. The first of these qualities is sharing. Sharing characterized the early church. In a very real way, these believers 
shared with each other. The Bible says that they were all together and had all things common. They were in such harmony among themselves. They were in such unity that they sold their, their possessions and goods to, to make sure that everybody had what they needed. That is sharing. When, when there was a need that rose among them, they didn't just give lip service to it. They didn't just brush off the need saying, well, I'll pray for you, brother so-and-so. I'll pray for you, sister so-and-so. No. When there was a need among them, they found a way, they figured out a way, they sold what they had to to meet that need. Saints, I've been telling us for years that speaking in tongues is not the only evidence of the presence and power of the Holy Spirit. Sharing is also one of those evidences. In the body of Christ, if there is lack on the one hand, there is always overflow on the other. If there is somebody who doesn't have enough, there will always be somebody who has more than enough. That's just the way God designed it in his church that we share with one another. There are so many scriptures I could take you to that teach us about this way of life and church. Let me just give you a few. John said in Luke chapter 3 verse 11, John answered, anyone who has two shirts should share one with one who has none. And anyone who has food should do the same. Romans 12, 13, share with the Lord's people who are in need. Listen to what James says in James chapter 2 starting at verse 14. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no no deeds. Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, it is, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. You see, saints, that's why that commitment to fellowship is so important because if there is true fellowship, then we will know where there is a need. But if we don't have fellowship, if we don't spend any time of any kind together, if, if the only time that we're thinking about one another is on Sunday morning from 10.30 to noon, if we don't know each other beyond high and by across the sanctuary or high and by across Facebook or high and by across the parking lot, then we won't know if there's a need. But if we have fellowship with one another, then we can communicate the need and we can expect that where there is a need in the body, God has made provision in the body. I guarantee you. I guarantee God didn't give you all those clothes so that you can keep breaking your closet rod. Somebody needs something to wear. I guarantee God didn't give you four cars when you can only drive one at a time just so you can have a garage full of cars. Somebody needs a ride. I guarantee it. God didn't give you extra rooms in your house so that you can have a pretty guest room that nobody ever goes in. Somebody might need a place to actually lay their head. God didn't give you all that food so that you could get a bigger deep freezer. Somebody needs to eat. The Lord's church is first of all a sharing church. They shared with each other. Every day, they went to the temple, and then they went to somebody's house to eat. I'm in the Bible. I know it. It sounds like 2020 uh, Black Baptist Church, but I'm in. I'm in the Bible. Look at verse 46. And they continuing daily in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They went to church and then they went to eat. Y'all thought that was just a Black church culture thing, but it was a part of their sharing together. And the Bible says they did it with gladness and singleness of heart. That word singleness literally means simplicity. They did it without complication. In other words, there was no hidden motive. There was no hidden agenda. They weren't trying to use each other. They were not trying to abuse each other. Nobody was trying to take advantage of anybody. They were just glad that they had each other. The Lord's church is a sharing church. But not only was the early church a sharing church, but the early church was a praising church. That's the second characteristic here. The second result that followed their commitment to the apostles' doctrine, to fellowship, to breaking of bread, and to prayer 
was praise. I'm in verse 47. Praising God. Aneotheos. It means singing praises to God. And I want you to notice the tense and the mood of that verb. It doesn't say they praised God. That would have been an action in the past. It says praising God. That implies a continuous action. The New Living Translation says all the while praising God. In other words, no matter what else they were doing, they didn't stop praising God. They continued to praise God. While they learned the apostles' doctrine, they praised God. While they fellowshiped and broke bread together, they praised God. While they prayed, they praised God. While they were in awe at the miracles they saw the apostles perform, they praised God. While they were sharing with each other, they kept on praising God. They put into practice what David wrote in Psalm 34, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And saints of God, I want to offer to us today that still, all these years later, one of the attributes that ought to characterize the Lord's church is that there ought to be continuous praise. Whatever else we're doing, whatever else we're known for, we ought to be known as people of praise. Now listen, I have not come to debate whether or not praise ought to be fast or slow. I haven't come to debate whether praise is soft or loud. I haven't come to debate whether we should praise him with the anthem or with the shout, with the hymn or with the contemporary song, with the choir or with the praise team, with the deacon's devotion or with praise and worship because we don't need to get caught up in silly debates. Here is what I know. The Bible says rejoice in the Lord ye righteous because praise is comely for the upright. The Bible says make a joyful noise unto the Lord all ye lands serve the Lord with gladness come before his presence with singing know ye that the Lord he is God it is he that has made us and not we ourselves we are his people and the sheep of his pasture enter his gates with thanksgiving and enter his course with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good for his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations the Bible says bless ye the Lord all ye servants of the Lord which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The Bible says praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbal. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. The Bible says, oh, praise the Lord, all ye nations, praise him, all ye people. So you people that like it fast, praise him. You people that like it slow, praise him. You people that like it loud, praise him. You people that like it soft, praise him. You people that like hymns, praise him. You people who like contemporary music, praise him. People who can sing, praise him. People who can't sing, praise him. People who like deacon devotion, praise him. People who like praise and worship, praise him. Baptist people, praise him. Methodist people, praise him. Catholics, praise him. Apostolics, praise him. Pentecostals, praise him. Presbyterians, praise him. Non-denominationals, praise him. Let everything that has breath, praise the Lord. That's, that's what the Lord's church does. We praise our God. In good times, we praise him. In bad times, we praise him. In fat times, we praise him. In lean times, we praise him. In happy times, we praise him. In sad times, we praise him. When we understand him, we praise him. When we don't understand his ways, still we praise him. When we're in a pandemic that doesn't seem to be going nowhere, we praise him. When he blesses us, we praise him. When he breaks our hearts, we praise him. When he gives, we praise him. When he takes away, we praise him. Praise is not just what we do it's part of who we are the church of the living God is first of all a sharing church then secondly it's a praising church I'm almost done 
But then finally, we see here, it's a growing church. And the Lord added to the church such as should be saved. The Lord added. Did you see that? The Lord added. The growth of the church is the Lord's responsibility, not ours. Ah, so it makes sense then that Jesus told Peter upon this rock, I will build my church. I just believe that if we will commit to the apostles' doctrine, if we will commit to fellowship and to the breaking of bread, I just believe that if we will commit ourselves to prayer, then we will be a sharing people, then we will be a praising people, and the Lord will grow his church. Programs can grow membership, but only the Lord can grow the church. Giveaways can grow the membership, but only the Lord can grow the church. Publicity and advertisement can grow the membership, but only the Lord can grow his church. Hype can fill the pews, but only the Lord can add to the church. The Greek word for Lord is kurios. It literally means he to whom a person or thing belongs, the one who has the power of deciding, the possessor of a thing, the owner, the master, the one who is in control, the Lord. The reason that Luke wrote the Lord added is because he is the one to whom the church belongs and as such he is the only one who can add to it. Let me close. The Lord added because it's his church. The Lord added because he is the owner. The Lord added because he is in control. The Lord added to the church because he's the only one who paid the price for it. The Lord added to the church because he's the only one who loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son and gave him to be stricken of men, gave him up to be wounded for our transgressions, gave him up to be bruised for our iniquities, gave his son to take the whipping for our peace, to take the stripes for our healing. He's the only one who gave his son Jesus to be nailed to the cross, to be hung up for our hang-ups. He's the only one who gave Jesus to die. Didn't he die and was buried in the heart of the earth staying there for three days but he is the only one who raised Jesus up from the grave with all power in his hands his champion his church and his choice I don't know about you but I'm glad that he chose me in spite of myself he chose me I didn't choose him but he chose me in spite of my faults in spite of my failings in spite of what he knew that I would do and say he chose me and I've got good news for you you were the Lord's choice he chose you man couldn't vote you in and man can't vote you out of the Lord's church the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost were a majority and elected you in you are a part of God's elect I don't know about you but I'm glad about it I'm glad he chose me he thought I was worth saving so he came and changed my life 
He thought I was worth keeping, so he cleaned me up inside. He thought I was to die for, so he sacrificed his life. And now I'm free. I'm whole. And I can tell everybody that I know. Hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory. I'm a part of this church. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 I'm just grateful to be a part of the number. His church is a a sharing church. His, his church is a praising church. But then his church is a growing church. The Lord added to the church such as should be saved daily. You know what that means? Y'all can come on, get ready, praise team. You know what that means? That, 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 that means every day was somebody's day to be saved. But every day was somebody's day to be saved. The Lord added to the church every day such as should be saved. One Sunday in June of 1982 was my day when he called my name. Everybody got a day. And I don't know who you've been praying about. But the truth of the matter is, the Bible says, the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. And so whoever you've been praying for, your children, your grandchildren, Pookie and Ray Ray and them, they have a day. They got a day. They have an appointment. And I want to tell you, if you're watching today, if you're not saved, maybe today is your day. You've heard the good news. God loved you so much that he gave Jesus to die on your behalf. We all clean up well, but everybody had to come through the same blood of Jesus. If you're not sure you're saved, here's what the Bible says. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. There's still room. It's a growing church. Let the Lord add you. Let the Lord add you. I promise it's worth it. It's not an easy walk, but it's worth it. He thought you, you, he thought you were worth saving. He thought you were worth keeping. He thought you were to die for. He wants you today. Give your heart to the Lord. I promise it's worth it. I promise it's worth it. Come on, sing for me. You thought I was worth saving. That's it. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. Yeah. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life. So you sacrificed your life. So I could be free. So I could be whole. So I could tell everyone I know. Up 
we were worth saving. Thank God he thought we were worth keeping. So he cleaned us up inside. We have come today to celebrate what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. Won't you get your elements together? Those who came to get your communion elements if you didn't come to get them, if you got bread and wine, you got bread and juice, go ahead and get them together. And let's celebrate Jesus in remembrance of what he did for us on the cross of Calvary. The Bible says on the night that Jesus was betrayed, took bread, gave thanks, he blessed it and broke it, and he gave it to his disciples, and he said, this bread is my body given for you. Now take and eat all of it. Likewise, in the same manner, after supper, he took the cup and he gave thanks and gave it to his disciples. 
and said, this cup is the New Testament, the new covenant in my blood shed for the payment for sins. Now take and drink all of it. Hallelujah to the name of Jesus. We thank God for what he has done for us through Jesus Christ. Let me share just a couple of things with you. If you choose, you can give. You can give your tithe. You can give offerings. You can give to help those who are in need. And there are several ways of doing that. The first is by Givelify. That's the app on your smartphone. If you have that app downloaded, you just find Mount Calvary Church. A couple of taps, and you've given. The second way to give is by text to give. If you want, you can text to give at 937-543-5169. That's the number to text your offering in. Or you can use Cash App. The Cash App handle is dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. Or if you prefer to drop your tithe off, drop your offering off, the deacons will be here until about uh, 12.30 for the next hour or so, and you can bring it around to the parking lot, drive through, and place it in the deacons' glove-covered hands. Thank you for your continued generosity. I also want the Mount Calvary Nation to know that today, Miss Veronica Dunson Cunningham is celebrating 27 years free, 27 years clean from drugs and alcohol. Praise God. Praise God. Shoot her a message on Facebook and praise God with her as she celebrates this anniversary today. Then finally, well, no, next to finally, uh, I believe beginning August the 13th, there will be a marriage online virtual small group. You can check out our website, www.mountcalvarychurch.life for more information on that marriage small group. Or uh, you can give Elder Damone a shout on his Facebook page or send the Mount Calvary page a message, tell him you're interested and we'll get you more information. It will run every other week beginning August 13th. And then finally, it is with a heavy heart that I have to announce to the Mount Calvary Nation today that one of our beloved, Miss Michelle Brown, perhaps one of the most faithful van drivers and members that Mount Calvary has seen, she went home to be with the Lord on Friday. She had been struggling with pneumonia, and, uh, and the Lord called her home. Can we please keep her family in our prayers? And certainly keep the Mount Calvary family in your prayers as we get information about arrangements. We'll make sure that we keep you posted. All right. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in today. We are on our way to being the kind of church that Jesus built. We're going to be a sharing church. We're going to be a praising church. And we're going to be a growing church for our good, but for God's glory. Let the church say amen. Now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Let all the saints agree together in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you.